We are sponsored by Overcast, an independent podcast app that embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. No exclusives, no premium content, no paywalls, just a great podcast app for everyone. Get it for free in the App Store. Welcome to Muffed Movies, where we act out your favorite films using only our memories, our voices, and some tiny notes. I am your host, Mark Soloff, and this episode was recorded in May of 2020 with special co-host Andy North. Enjoy! Meanwhile, somewhere else in the stupid labyrinth, Sarah turns and sees two doorways which are guarded by creatures that seem to be growing out of shields. One shield is blue, the other is red. And the creatures on the top and bottom are identical sort of anthropomorphic dogmen. The lower part are standing on their hands and the upper part are just using their hands to gesture. It's a real creature feature. It really fucking, it's real, it's a real fucking trip to look at, to be honest with you. So anyway, I, I'm one of the gatekeepers. And I'm the other gatekeeper. That's right, and my bottom half doesn't fucking talk, do you, bottom half? No. My bottom half talks sometimes, but only when I've hidden a bit of Taco Bell for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, gatekeeper that only tells the truth. Okay, thanks a lot, gatekeeper that always lies. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're really funny. That I think you're very think handsome. The gatekeeper that only lies is winking conspiratorially at Sarah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Sarah, now if you want to get through here, you're going to have to answer a riddle, huh? Yeah, another riddle, not. <laughs> wait, remember I lie all the time, remember? Oh, right, right, right. Well, wait, aren't you lying about that? I, that's why I said not at the end, except I didn't. Oh, like Wayne's World. Uh, no. Here's <laughs> our riddle, Sarah. Not like Borat. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it on me, you weirdos. Oh, I'll lay it on you. Oh, boy. Okay, here's my riddle. Uh-huh. What has <laughs> more poles the less you use it? <laughs> what has more holes the less you use it? That's right. I don't fucking know. What is it? Um, I'm not sure. I, was gonna, I mean, that's... <laughs> When I ask you, the answer is a colander, says the <laughs> guard that always lies. <laughs> oh, okay. A colander, Sarah says. Long time listener, first time colander. <laughs> Bad one. <laughs> Suddenly, the floor gives out underneath Sarah, much like in Indiana Jones for saying the wrong name of Yahweh. <laughs> and she <clears throat> plummets down, down, down into a dark tunnel of the helping hands. Oh, here's some real fucking puppety shit. <laughs> These like sort of zombie flesh colored hands are like helping to soften her descent in down into the endless tunnel. Um, and they're acting like cilia, just sort of like grazing against her to slow her down. Suddenly, a pair of hands grabs her arms and she stops mid-fall. Hello. What? <laughs> Hello? Is this like the guard that only speaks the truth? Yeah, I'm talking to you from the top of the tunnel. Oh, these hands have grabbed me 
thankfully, they're real respectful. None of them have felt me up in any way because that would be real problematic for a kid's film. Um, but I mean, it is a tunnel of hands just touching me. But, you know, good job on the hands. They're not they're being pretty respectful. That sounds like a real nightmare. Anyway, I'm going to let you go. What? No. I'm in a tunnel. <laughs> uh, Sarah continues her descent and suddenly... Uh, a hand grabs her by the hair and just holds her in place painfully. Ow! Oh, sorry. Did I get you there by the hair? Yes. What do you want, hand? The hands begin to, like, shape themselves into all sorts of, like, shadow puppet formations, the kind that only the idle mind of a puppeteer could come up with. They're cool-looking and they're very inventive, but they're... Really unnecessary for a movie. That's a great question. What do you want from us? We are the helping hands. Let me finish. Okay. I gotta start over again because you interrupted me. Okay. We are the helping hands. I don't feel like he was as good as the voice type, but whatever. Quesera, sera. Nothing is ever as good as the first time. A pair of big, strong hands says. (laughs) <laughs> that looked like a, a thick-jawed creature. Hey! What? Get out of here! Nobody said that you could be here! No one said you could be here, and I'm twice the hands that you are. Do I not to see you say that to my hands? Yeah, you fucking come down here and say <laughs> that. You fucking come and say that to my hands! <laughs> the hands, like, really stretch their arms out of the walls as hard as they can. They split their faces apart to become fists but immediately lose all sense of self-identity as they have now just become fists and they lost their old personalities. The fists forget what they were doing and return back to being regular old hands. Wow, that was a close call. Don't listen to them, miss. They're all crazy. Who's this? It's me, a hand. Sarah looks over at a single hand that just has uh, lipstick and two eyes drawn on it. Hey, hand. Hey. So, listen, do you need someone to accompany you on your adventure? Perhaps like a fun uh, sidekick to join your cast of characters? No, I'm good. I just need to, like, get to the bottom of this tunnel. I can come with you, you know. You just have to pop me out of this wall, and then you'll have a best friend, a severed hand. (laughs) You know what? I'm cool. I am cool. Uh, Could you just tell your friends to unhand me? (laughs) Oh, please. Oh, it's so lonely down here. We have to. What do you mean it's so lonely? Says the hand that lives next to the lipstick hand. All he talks about is Pokemon Go. And no one's played that for years. That's untrue. With the latest updates, it's become a far more robust game than it ever was before. Please. They're making changes to it to accommodate the pandemic so people don't have to walk as much. Listen, if you're not going to take me with you, will you just. Do you read Kotaku.com at all? Just snap my wrist. Will you snap my wrist before you go, please? <laughs> Don't listen to him, her. Sorry, you kids nowadays with genders. Look, that hand has never been happy. Even before Pokemon hand moved in, that hand was complaining about the old hand that was there. That was me. Hi, I'm across the way hand. I moved up. Sometimes you gotta move house. Keep it down up there. It's me downstairs, hand. 
And I think you hire a pants of making too much noise during the quarantine. Oh, I can't stand the smell of downstairs hand. I'm begloved hand, says a hand in a foppish velveteen glove. <laughs> oh, hey, it's me, Robin Williams hand. Oh, maybe I'm all of a sudden from a, I'm a Brooklyn hairdresser. Listen, uh, here, how do you want me to cut your hair? Mm, all right now, Robin Williams. That's enough out of you. It's me, Han Solo. Now look, kid, you better make up your mind before me and um, two fuck. (laughs) That's right, two fuck. Before we we blast off (laughs) in the handlenium hand can. A group of hands detaches from the wall and becomes a saucer-shaped configuration. So come on, kid, what's it going to be, up or down? Uh, I don't know what the right answer is. Maybe down? Wrong answer, but good luck, kid. (laughs) All the hands release Sarah, and she falls down, down to Goblin Town. Crash. Well, I don't know about you, fellas, but it seems to me that if she was just going to go down in the first place... There's no purpose to us being in this movie all at all. Yeah. <laughs> I guess our handiwork is unneeded. That's <laughs> <laughs> it, keep it down. Fine. <laughs> Smash one. <laughs> to the oubliette. One can swing a sword in the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and head the stubbornness was bothering me. I want to be a man, a man cub. Stroll right into town. Hey, shut up. Like- shut oh. up. <laughs> King Louie, the chimpanzee, and Bob Dylan, <laughs> the spider. The other chimpanzee. <laughs> the other chimpanzee. Uh, scrabble out of the way as Sarah falls through a hole in the ceiling into the jet black oubliette suddenly a solitary match is lit in the darkness and the unmistakable leathery face of hoggle the sometime goblin a full-time dwarf reveals itself in the darkness oh great yeah great you just fell into an oubliette sarah what's an oubliette I don't know what's an oubliette with you <laughs> hoggle holds up his piss-stained hand for a high five Ugh. No, Hoggle. (laughs) Hoggle snaps off one of the helping hands and high-fives himself. I hate being a downstairs hand. (laughs) Listen, Hoggle, how did you get in here? I had to fall down a pit and everything. Hoggle has the keys. Hoggle is the, um, I better not do this voice. This is very similar to Ludo, who we're going to meet soon. (laughs) Quiet, Ludo. (laughs) Hoggle, Hoggle has the keys uh, to the various oubliettes. <laughs> Why do you go and visit the oubliettes? This is just a dank old pit. Yeah, oubliettes are a place for losers. And I'm pretty much the loser of Goblin Town. <laughs> Quiet loser. <laughs> Quiet loser, Phil. <laughs> yeah, this was a nice quiet oubliette before all these people came showing up. You think you get no peace and quiet in oubliette, but no gentrification. So okay, um, since you have the keys to the like 
dirtiest places. Could you, like, let me out of here and show me how to get to the castle? Mm, what's in it for Harbin? Oh, boy. Everything's tit for tat with you people, huh? Okay. Well, don't mind <laughs> if I do. Hey, I noticed that you like jewelry, apparently, Hoggle. Sarah kind of snickers, trying to emasculate him. <laughs> I've been known to dabble, says Hoggle. <laughs> uh, drool, like, fountaining out of his mouth immediately at the thought of another jewel for his collection. Well, how about this? I've got this cheap plastic friendship bracelet I got as a birthday party prize from my friend Kim. I'll give you this piece of shit 25 cent plastic bracelet if you get me out of here. <laughs> Hoggle's tongue unrolls like uh, Jim Carrey in the mask. Or Jim Henson at the cocaine party. <laughs> Where did you get these ideas? They must have been smoking so much marijuana to come up with the Muppets. Sarah takes off her cheap-ass bracelet, and Hoggle holds it with the greatest reverence. It really goes to show you that everything is just a matter of perspective. One man's trash is another man's wife, you know? Hey, watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> mm, this way. Smash cut to the passage of false alarms. Another sight gag. Is that what it's called? Yes. Sarah and Hoggle walk through a stone hallway and carved into each of the pillars are gigantic stone faces. But of course, they're puppets. And so the faces are all saying discouraging things to them as they pass by. You'll never make it. You'll look fat in that dress. Give up now. Turn back. Doom forever. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming round. Turn around. You do. Um, <laughs> you know the rest. You've heard it before. <laughs> hey, get me out of here. I hate these guys. <laughs> I just flew in from Cleveland, and boy, are my arms tired. You have the right to remain wrong, says <laughs> one of them that looks a lot like a RoboCop helmet. Is your refrigerator running? Yes. Then you'd... Um, good. <laughs> the giant stone face looks confused as if no one's ever actually responded to it before, and it doesn't quite know how to react. Do you have a boyfriend? Um, if I say yes, will you leave me alone? You should really just tell the truth. <laughs> it makes it more difficult for other giant stone faces to know if you're just not interested in them or if they should perhaps try again later. So no, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm kind of developmentally stunted and still want to remain a child. Stuck up, bitch. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Huggle gets in the way of the two feuding parties. Okay, let's just fade wipe. <laughs> fade wipe. <laughs> um, hello, it's me, your beggar. Alms for the poor. Alms for the poor. Huggle and Sarah enter a sewer tunnel. It's dripping and claustrophobic. It is dark and illuminated only by the lamplight. Directly above a gross, weird, bird-like beggar creature 
who's just crumpled in its rags into the corner, holding out a single lousy cup. Alms for the poor, alms for the poor, so I can buy some chapstick for my poor little beak. Look at it, it's fallen to pieces. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, um, I don't have any real money, but you know what? Maybe, like, uh, once I get out of here, I could uh, email you, like, a PayPal thing. Oh, you'll never get out of here. This room is much too cool and, and for cool people. I don't think anyone could ever find their way out of this cool room. Wait, what? What? What are you saying? It's cool. It's for cool people? I mean, it's awesome here, right? Don't we all agree that this labyrinth is really cool and only cool people should live here? Yeah, you got it, boss. <laughs> Said Quiet. the voice from the shadows. <laughs> oh, no, rumbled. Jareth ripped <laughs> off his beggar disguise. <laughs> Hoggle holds his heart. <laughs> That's right, idiots. Hoggle, go change your pants. You smell like pee. Oh. <laughs> and as for you, sir, uh, how are you finding my labyrinth? Uh, if I'm being completely honest, it's uh, less of a maze and more of a um, piece of cake. <laughs> uh, uh, what's it? Yeah, uh, you're like a dollar store Riddler. Everything here is so easy to solve. Nobody is <laughs> dangerous in any way. And I I'm going to solve it like that. Sarah snaps her fingers in front of David Bowie's beglittered face. Uh, don't do that. What <laughs> magic is this? What sorcery? It's called snapping. Mm, I must have it. Jared <laughs> reaches out and steals snapping from Sarah. Ugh. Sarah becomes one of those weird people who can't snap. You'll have to come join me in my castle, baby. And as for you. Hoggle. Yes, thank you. Hoggle. You weren't helping young Sarah find her way to my castle, were you, baby? Uh, no, my lord. Uh, I was merely uh, showing her the exit. Get out of here, you piece of shit. I'll go kick Sarah in the butt with his hobnailed boot. Ow. Uh, oh, I'm going to run you out of here. <laughs> That's right. Kick her ass, ho. <laughs> Come here. Come here. I'm going to give you the beat down from the feet down. Hoggle like jumps and swings towards her, ever so impotently pelting her midriff because he's so little. Give her the pile driver, Hoggle. Make up hey. Stop that. Stop that. Through it. Uh, Kick her ass. Sarah does, that, Sarah does that thing where she puts her hand on the head of her attacker, and he's just swinging but held it at arm's length. Who? This is the best you can do? Fuck you, Jareth. No, I think you'll find that Hoggle is only the third best of my warriors, baby. <laughs> Uh, why don't you, uh, if you think my maze is such a piece of cake, why don't you try, um, this drage on for size? <laughs> a horrible rumbling and grumbling is heard from the shadows of the tunnel, and suddenly illuminated, sparking walls, it, a giant machine uh, crawls towards them, its whirling blades just like chewing up the interior of the entire tunnel. Oh no, it's the cleaners! Hoggle says. <laughs> the cleaners, as everyone knows, is a combination 
tunnel snake machine cantina bar filled with all the weirdest aliens. Good day, good day, Zorro. Their banter and small life stories intertwining is the energy source for the deadly blades of the machine. <laughs> Sarah and Hoggis, uh, not Hoggis, what's his name? Hoggle. Hagendas. <laughs> Sarah and Hagendas run down the, the sewer tunnels, sometimes <laughs> being chased by the cleaners, sometimes chasing the cleaners. They hide in a sarcophagus and disguise themselves as a mummy. Then at the very last minute, right before they're about to be overcome by the whirling wall of blades, they lean against a random differently colored wall and burst on through into a totally new part of the labyrinth. Break on through to the oh no! The doors are cut asunder. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello? Sarah looks around, blinking in the sudden sunlight of the courtyard. Hello! She dusts herself off and beholds a very old puppety man sitting almost like, like, adhered to a chair. Uh, And on top of his head is a hat, which looks like a bird and seems to be a completely living, separate organism. A beautiful young woman falling right into my lap. This doesn't happen every day. Um, hey, old man. Hey, uh, Spolos is not old men. Boo! <laughs> I'm not a horse, I'm a bird. That's right. You should remember that this is a bird, not a horse, young woman. Okay. Um, hey, maybe you could give me some advice as to how to get to the labyrinth, because this piece of garbage <laughs> is not helping me at all. Sure, you want to know how to get to the center of the labyrinth? That's right. I only have this conversation with every character I meet in this movie. Yes, and I feel like no one ever gives you a very good answer, do they? It's almost as if we're just going to keep having scenes until it's time for the movie to end. Everybody gives her weird advice, which we pretend is really clever, but it's actually not. Don't give away the game, bird. (laughs) The old man shakes the bird by its long neck. <laughs> okay, you want to know the way to the labyrinth? Yes. Practice, practice, practice. Oh, shit! <laughs> bird throws its arms <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> Smash cut to the hedge maze. I don't like this, Sarah. I was never, never comfortable around hedges. That's why I trimmed my pubic hair. Oh, boy, this is a dirtier situation than I thought it was going to be. Are you talking about me? No, yes, and no. Look, Hoggle, if you're afraid of hedges, you've already proven yourself, one, to be a coward, two, to be a guy who kind of is incontinent, and three, to be a crony of my enemy, Jareth the Goblin King. So I'm not a you crony can... of him. I was just telling him what he wants to hear. He can control the whole labyrinth. He could... Dip me upside down to the swamp of eternal stench, Sarah. Okay. I got to tell him what he wants to hear, but I'm telling <laughs> you the truth, baby. <laughs> Hoggle tries to do the uh, ball juggling move that he's seen Gareth do that he thinks looks so cool, but uh, his hands are much too small. 
and he just sort of drops a trio of walnuts on his own feet. Hmm. Hey, just because we're walnuts doesn't mean you can drop us anytime you want. I'm sorry, walnuts. I was trying to impress a girl. Well, you gotta be sorry, motherfucker. The hey, walnuts pull out AK-47s <laughs> that are proportional to their tiny bodies, and they start hopping after Hoggle, who retreats swiftly in the distance. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Why have we Well, it's just me in the hedges. Sarah takes one step into the maze when suddenly she hears a fearsome roar. <laughs> Hoggle has been shot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sarah moves through the hedges stealthily, and she peers past a hedgewall to discover in the middle of an opening, there's a giant fuzzy monster suspended upside down by a leg snare, and he's being menaced by a quartet of goblins who have spears. The ends of the spears have little monsters tethered to them that kind of look like fetal naked mole rats with giant faces that just, like, want to bite. It's really unnecessary, but the goblins are, like, menacing this big monster with these little bitey beasts. Uh, what are you going to do about it, big guy? Are you going to come over here and, uh, and try me up? Eat me up like a little goblin snack? A goblin pokes his stick into Ludo's side and it chomps him with its teeth. Ludo closes his eyes and tries to pull his lightsaber towards him using the force. <laughs> but all that comes out is a bunch of rocks. Oh, no. Whoa, that monster can control rocks with his mind. I guess I can't take anything for granted here in this world. Wink. Suddenly, Wink from the legend of Melda <laughs> runs in, <laughs> grabs the rocks, and begins pelting them against the little armored goblins. They all scream and comically retreat accidentally dropping their bitey spears, which bite them on their asses. Oh, no! I've saved you, Sarah. You're welcome. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Sarah steps out and sees uh, the violet-clad elfin boy. Now I'd, I will accept my reward. What is it that you want as a reward? One kiss on the whip. Uh, From a beautiful maiden. No. Well. <laughs> Wink uh, dusts himself off, smacks his lips, and look around. looks around awkwardly for a few seconds. Uh, all right, then. I'll see you all, see you all later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Ludo waves at the uh, departing Wink. <laughs> yeah, okay, hold your horses. Sarah pulls out the switchblade that she always keeps in her <laughs> God damn it, in her boot and begins sawing the uh tethers. They snap, and the mighty giant Ludo crashes to the ground, picking up a plume of dust. Could have warned me first. Who are you? It's Ludo. Hey, Ludo. 
Uh-huh. How'd you get into trouble with those goblins? <laughs> Little to the left. <laughs> Sarah high fives uh, Ludo. One of her fingers snaps. Ow! Sorry, Ludo not know his own strength. No, apparently not. Fucking warn someone first. World language. <laughs> anyway, Ludo, look, I'm on a mission to uh, go to the castle. Are you in or out? Yeah, baby. Ludo's as crazy as crazy. <laughs> hey, wait. Real quick, Ludo, are you like a criminal in this world? Is that why the authorities were like trying to torture you? Yes, I'm okay. Let's move out, Ludo. You've been hit by. You've been struck by. What? Smooth criminal. Can you imagine if Labyrinth had starred Michael Jackson as the Goblin King instead of David Bowie? I imagine it would have been pretty much the same, right? I think it would have gone a little something like <laughs> this. Dance, baby, dance. <laughs> uh, it's me, MJ. It's me, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Now with Sarah Williams, light of my life. <laughs> You've been Andy, hit I by... feel like ever since we recorded The Shining, we've been we've been hit with Nicholson fever. <laughs> I think it's we say something in that with that energy, that energy that makes yeah. you kind of want to hunch my shoulders and lean forward. Yes. And then it's just very easy to go into that speech. Yeah. Anyway. Smash cut. The knocker doors. Or oh, pair of big knockers. <laughs> Appears in the Hi, y'all. I'm working nine to five. Oh, Mark, come on. Too what? Soon. Also, there are gigantic knocking mechanisms on these doors. Too soon. What? I'm the Tiger King. I don't know who you thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, Joe Exotic. Anyway, hey, are you that teenage girl from Earth, Sarah? Uh, yes, I am. Are you a... You're... Seem to be aging right before my eyes, Tiger King. Yeah, I, the Tiger King cannot survive long outside of his kingdom. Uh, but I have come from the mortal realm to actually see if I could take this hairy, dangerous beast off your hands. I'll pay you $2,000. Oh, give me to the Tiger King. <laughs> $2,000, though, Ludo, that's like in the 80s? That's like $4,000. Sarah, the reference will not age well. No one <laughs> will know who Tiger King is in six months. <laughs> oh, is that what he meant when he said he was aging very quickly? Yeah, he was kind of getting the idea that Tiger King seems like flashing pan. Wait, even though I named myself Joe Exotic, I really pointed that out? I think maybe people were Googling it and be able to come up with where they heard about it. Do you think I'm just going to be the next Soy Bomb? What? You remember Soy Bomb? The guy who, like, crashed the MTV Awards or something and had Soy Bomb written on his naked chest? I mean, Vandy, but you are sort of proving my point. Is this like a Super Bowl nip slip on Janet Jackson? No, Super Bowl nip slip. That's something you <laughs> don't can't get behind. <laughs> Say, is everyone in this realm a pervert? Yeah. Or is it just me? 
<laughs> Ludo and uh, the Tiger King high five. Oh no, the Tiger King's already aged so much. Ludo's iron-like fist just passes straight through Tiger King's arm, which turns into instant powdery dust. Oh no, my time draws to a close. Quickly, the transaction, Sarah. The (laughs) The wind picks up and Joe Exotic is blown to the four corners of the Goblin Kingdom. Congratulations, you sold my riddle. What? Are you on to the next pun, Labyrinth? Okay. Sarah opens with one of the knockers and moves through. <laughs> Honestly, like watching, I watched this scene twice. Um, there's no riddle. It's just two Muppety knockers. One has a, a circular iron knocker in his ears. And it's like, what? I can't hear you. The other one has one in his mouth. And he's like, mumble, mumble, can't say anything. All Sarah does is like, take the mouth one out, talk to the mouth guy, put it back in his mouth and knock on the door. Like yep. there's no... There's no riddle. It's basically entirely a sight gag. There's no jokes. No jokes from the mind of Brian Henson. The only no joke jokes. in this, like the only joke in this scene, is that the one with the thing in his ears can't hear. That's it, right? They do that yeah. joke like three times, and that's it. This is like a precursor to Muppet Christmas Carol, where the like doorknob or the door knocker transforms into Statler or Waldorf's face mm-hmm. in front of uh, Michael Caine Scrooge. Anyway, anyway, Sarah, anyway, my wayward son. I feel like I've done that before on a old muff movies. Probably. There's nothing new yeah. under the sun, Mark. That's something that I've always said. Time is a flat circle. It's me, Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> not Joe Exotic. It's really me, Matt. Anyway, welcome to the wall of the labyrinth, Matthew McConaughey says. And Sarah fucking sees another. Wall. Wait, what? <laughs> wait. Hi, it's I me, the wall of the labyrinth, baby. I skipped ahead. <laughs> we can't get to the wall already. Hi, sure we can. I'm here. Okay. Hey, wall. Hi. You're a wall star. Don't you think this labyrinth is pretty cool? No, I'm getting kind of sick of it. It's real samey, samey. Jamie samey? I went to college with that guy. Really? What was he like? Oh, pretty cool. <laughs> Hey, Ludo. Ludo? Sarah turns around, and Ludo is nowhere to be seen. All that is there is a swinging trap door built into the ground. What happened? What happened? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you, Wall. What happened? Um, I don't know, baby. I was looking for Hoggle. Where's Hoggle? (laughs) Wait, are you the Wall? I think maybe you did skip ahead, baby, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm just going to give Hoggle this magic peach. Uh, why Wait. don't you walk away a while and count to a hundo, baby? Wait, rewind. Smash cut. <laughs> Elsewhere in the labyrinth, Hoggle, sitting there, twiddling his thumbs, feeling like the world's biggest piece of shit, hears Sarah calling for her lost friend Ludo. Whoa! Uh, Sarah's in trouble? I'd better get up and help her for some reason. Hey. Whoa! <laughs> Huggle uh, suddenly is facing Jareth, the Goblin King, who is paradoxically wearing pants that are both too tight and too loose. Hey, Huggle. Oh, uh, hey, Jareth. What's it's up? me, Jareth, with my biggest swinging penis. <laughs> okay, okay. It's pretty cool, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's really, it's, it's a valuable addition to this feature film. Do you know what else I have, Hoggle? What? A race car bed. Bet you've never seen one of those, eh, Jim? Um, actually, I happen to be in communique with several 16-year-old girls. Jared so, uh, uh, clenches his fist until blood starts <laughs> to seep through his fingers. I'm going to ask you to walk very carefully right now, Hoggle. I'll dip you upside down in the swamp of eternal stench. Oh, no, if there's one thing Hoggle hates, it's stench. Hey, have you ever noticed that Hoggle's vest looks like it's a face made out of flesh? I noticed that immediately and thought, why would you think this is a fun costume for a character in a children's movie? Because it looks like the cover of the Necronomicon. Exactly. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. Like, why is he wearing a... flesh vest why is he wearing a human flesh vest he's dressed scarier than any of the quote-unquote bad guys in this film (laughs) anyway anyway um okay so did you have something uh, for me my lord or oh i've uh, got a very good gift for you hoggle something i made special oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy is it jewelry hoggle loves jewelry sure it's jewelry baby why don't you come over here and Okay. <laughs> David Bowie pats his lap and Hoggle jumps on. Daddy Jareth is going to tell you a story. A story about a disobedient young woman who is about to get what's coming to her. No, okay. This seems a little old-fashioned, but let's, let's uh, you know, have an open mind and hear it out. Jareth reaches out and plucks Hoggle's nose from his face. God! Literally, because it's a fucking Muppet movie. <laughs> my, my nose! <laughs> Like black blood spurts out of Hoggle's face. <laughs> That's right, baby. Now don't ever insult my cool room again. Here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jareth, with a flick of his fingers, his new snapping powers, Ooh. turns uh, Hoggle's nose into a beautiful looking peach. Ah. Now, if you want to get back into my good graces, baby, you'll get old Sarah there to take a bite of this magic peach and then I'll give you your nose back and then maybe I won't dip you into any uh bogs how's that sound Hoggle I I guess it I it's better than having my nose ripped off many things are Jareth stands up abruptly and dumps Hoggle into the dust there's a giant bowl just filled with dust a couple of birds that were rolling in it are like hey what's the meaning of this John Steinbeck uh, watches and gets a glint in his eye. Yeah, I got an idea. Smash cut. (laughs) The woods. Sarah aimlessly wanders around the misty, elven woods. It's scary and foreboding. She calls out for Ludo, but suddenly hears in the distance the sound of feathery steps springing out from behind various foliage pieces are several anthropomorphic pink feathery creatures. They're all cackling and saliciously crumbing at her. <laughs> hey, Theref. Hey, what? Who are you? Hey, Theref, what over here? You mean about What do you think about their boots? I think uh, this little coil's a long way from home. <laughs> yeah, a long way from home. Hey, Theref, Ask you this. Um, I heard this labyrinth was uh, was, was so long that um, 
that uh, Rosie O'Donnell took a long time getting through it, huh? <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Sarah steps closer, <clears throat> and she wipes at the pink beak-like face of the creature addressing her. Underneath, she sees it's none other than former late-night show host Jay Leno. What? Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. No, it's Jay Leno. Davis. What are you doing here? You know, I heard that Jareth Codpeat was, uh, was, uh, was so big that, uh, Rosie O'Donnell was as in the bins. I, I, it's, I mean, I get it because I am a teenager in the 80s. I feel like <laughs> most people aren't going to get that. You teenagers? You know that Hoggle, he's got a big nose, right? We've all seen Hoggle's nose. <laughs> yes, <laughs> says another one of the fire gang. Well, I heard that uh, Hoggle's nose is so big that uh, Bill Clinton asked if he could borrow it for the next meeting with his next intern's uh, orientation at the Oval Office. <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me, I'm I'm getting telepathy. Uh, one of <laughs> one of the fire gang is wearing a turban and holding cards up to his head. <laughs> a gimp, a wimp, and a chimp. Who are the most frequent visitors uh, to Rosie O'Donnell's bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> shut up, everyone! Just shut up. Ugh. <laughs> Sarah looks around in terror at the figures surrounding her as they all begin to go into their tight fives. Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Stephen Colbert, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> oh, Sarah, Sarah, come over here. Come over here, Sarah. Okay. It's safe over here. Get in this car with me. Who are you? Sarah gets in the car. Who are you? That's not important now. Listen, just um, buckle up because you and I are about to sing some Taylor Swift, baby! Oh, no, James Corden. You're the best around. Nothing's going to happen. A police car suddenly pulls over James Corden's musical minivan. A mustachioed police detective hops out, his trench coat flaring in the wind. He points his pistol straight at the driver of the car. Sarah, get out of that car. It's me, James Corden. <laughs> It was a long road. You'll never catch me, Gord. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> Sarah, by this time, is long gone. <laughs> Corden looks over to his passenger side uh, seat and sees just a loose seat belt flapping in the wind. There's a Riddler trophy left behind. Well, that's one. <laughs> Sarah, come back. You gotta tell, I gotta let you know about my tight five. Sarah, <laughs> Judge Ito, what's they in today? <laughs> A rope flies down from uh from the cliffside above. Woohoo! Quirk Sarah. Ropey? I thought you were dead. Sarah says it's a ropey, the talking rope. A lot of people have tried to kill old Ropey, but they ain't made it stick yet. Now quick, collaborate me to safety. Sarah begins scaling the rope, the hardest gym class thing that any teenager can do. Yeah. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> Ropey, come on. You only have two weeks till retirement. That's right. I told my kids I was going to bring them a, a bunch of twine, I guess. <laughs> like smaller versions of you? Wait, so Ropey, that. is your wife pregnant? I'm going to lay it figure alongside my nose. 
<laughs> okay, Rumpy, okay. It's too early <laughs> for us to tell anyone, Sarah, but uh, uh, yeah, you could maybe buy some and take a look for our registry. Sarah reaches the top of the tall, tall wall. All of the late night talk show hosts scrabble and claw at the bottom. Hoggle stands uh, atop the wall. He gives Sarah a hand up and she stands next to him. Well, well, well. It's about time you joined the party. Hoggle unties Ropey and tosses him over the wall. Uh, <laughs> no, Ropey! <laughs> what? What? From the, the top of the high wall, Sarah can just make out the vicious late night hosts descending on Ropey, trying out different bits about Queer Eye. She averts her gaze. <laughs> oh, Hoggle, thank goodness. Y- yeah, thank goodness. Speaking of good... Wouldn't you like a good old bite of this peach that I'm wearing as a nose? Hoggle <laughs> <laughs> says so nonchalantly. No, I don't. Oh my God, Hoggle, what happened to your nose? You're bleeding. Blood, no. That's, um, that's, uh, happy. That's liquid happy here in a uh, goblin world. When you're Whoa. happy, you, this this stuff comes out and it, it eventually scabs over. It's all over that peach, Hoggle. It's disgusting. Oh, no, in Goblin World, um, everybody grows fruit out of their bodies and it's the most delicious. And we do it when we want a friend to eat it. Let me take a look. It looks like you're really badly injured here. No, it's totally normal. Totally normal. You don't need to look. Hoggle backs <laughs> away from Sarah's touch. And steps off of a crumbling precipice. Oh, the precipice! <laughs> Hoggle! Sarah jumps down and grabs Hoggle right before he pa- falls into the boggle of eternal stench. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, crumbling stone has carried them off the wall to the edge of the cliff. Down below, they see at least three puppety anuses just regurgitating mud water and fart sounds yeah when i saw oh. this all i could think of was this is mark solov's dream Ooh, have i died and gone to heaven <laughs> says uh a swamp pervert hi it's me i'm a swamp pervert <laughs> now look hoggle sarah uh, the bog of eternal stench has a very bad reputation. However, once you open your heart, you'll notice it can be quite pleasurable. My opponent would have you believe <laughs> that many people die in the bog of eternal stench every year. Well, nothing could be further from the truth unless you count dying of pleasure to be a, something that you're worried about. The uh, camera swivels across to the podium of the opposite politician debating the swamp pervert. Ludo don't like stink. <laughs> Ludo! Yeah! Sarah clambers down the cliff and races over to hug her long-lost friend. Ludo scoops her up in his arms and puts her on his shoulders, safe from the filthy waters of the bog. A point of order, a point of order. Uh, this woman has nothing to do with the bait. I feel as though um her assistance is irrelevant. Uh, your time is up, candidate swamp pervert. Uh, 
says uh, Lilypad. In conclusion, uh, I would just like to say universal health care is very important for certain skin conditions. Uh, However, it's my constitutional right to use whatever kind of um, devices. uh, uh, Oop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Frog claps (laughs) half-heartedly. This swamp pervert has been pulled down into one of the anuses that he was casually fingering with a toe. However, the anuses have a mind of their own and begin to slurp him up like a long noodle. Oh, my. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Ludo, how do you respond? Ludo don't like stink. Applause erupts throughout the swamp at, at Ludo's proclamation. Self-hating swamp creatures all applaud him. You've got my vote. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> I blow. <laughs> the anuses all compare notes. <laughs> As an anus, I appreciate how he's looking out for the working man. <laughs>